Hey there, welcome back to the virtual cafe for another coffee combo about finances. I'm your host, Kerry Zab, and I'm inviting you to join me at my table with your favorite brew. So let's pull up our chairs and get into today's episode. Come on, let's go. It's coffee time. We're almost there, folks. This is the second last episode of season four for Simply Biz Beans podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Zab, and I am excited to bring you some other conversations. I don't just speak here on the podcast. I speak in many places online in different communities. And here's some of those conversations that you've not been privy to until now. There are nine separate clips to share with you today. Bear with me as we step through each of them and I hope that something brings you some value to help you in your business finances. Let's go. I actually consider my numbers in my business the engine room. So just another way to put it, uh, the heart and soul of a business can come from the numbers. Obviously the people in the business mean a lot but uh, the numbers are definitely a driving force to a successful business, in my opinion. There was a conversation in recent days about sometimes we can actually stress ourselves out about something we think is due to be paid or something we even may think is overdue to be paid. Just to unpack it a little bit, sometimes we can actually work ourselves up into a bit of a state about our finances if it's in an unknown basket. So, for example, if you think that something's due and you think it's a certain amount, pick up the phone, find out, get the knowledge and that information that you need so that you can sleep at night because once we're informed, and I say this a lot, the knowledge is, is power, but once we're informed, then we can make a plan. So the conversation that was shared recently was someone thought something was overdue and it turned out it wasn't due, it wasn't due for some months and the amount that due was due in some months time was far less than they expected. So they got the knowledge that they needed, they took the steps, they did the right things and relief like excite, exciting relief to know where they're at and, and how they're gonna handle it. So that was, a, that was a good one. I actually wanted to talk about bank fees and credit card fees in today's conversation because we talk a lot about subscriptions. Like we, we have had a huge focus on subscriptions and reoccurring payments, but it was actually my husband that actually said to me today during a conversation, oh, here's another one for your subscriptions, don't forget your bank fees. And I'm like, oh, of course, you know, because, and it's funny because we just see them and, and see them over and over, but we call them merchant fees over here. And that's that's a trap as well. You know? The other one that came to mind when he mentioned the bank fees was the annual credit card charges. So sometimes we have multiple credit cards in our business or personal life, and they might have a reoccurring annual fee like over here some of the companies charge like 90 or a hundred dollars a year and if you don't cancel the card even if you're not using it you're still going to get charged this annual fee for the privilege of having the card not to mention if you do use cards there's interest then you've got your standard bank fees 
the list goes on. There's, there's so much to look for, but at the same time, it's just about awareness and knowing that those things can exist and just, you know, keeping in regular contact with them to make sure that we're keeping it in check and we know what's going out. And if we're no longer using an account and it's got any kind of fee associated with it, maybe it's time to shut it down. Well, and Kim, I need to confess the reason I wanted you to share that is because I'm not telling anyone here, don't spend money. If you need to spend money in your business, so long as your business can afford to spend the money, spend the money. You know, there's tools and things out there that are going to make things so much easier. You know, Kim Kim now has the Remarkable, which is, you know, a solution to a problem that she had in her business and in her life. I chose not to buy the Roadcaster 2 right now because I don't have a solution to solve by purchasing it would have it just would have been a, a toy like another toy to get on on the latest bandwagon but I've invested things you know like when it comes to I'm just looking around my desk right now the stream deck you know I paid uh, decent money for a stream deck because it saves me time in my business by having buttons that are tailored and, and customized that you know I created it actually saves time so that to me is an investment it's like you know all the the tools and toys that are available online to help us create you know our graphics for social media when we talk about Canva having zoom to be able to conduct meetings we do need to spend money in our business even on some of those basics and sometimes that extra investment in something that will save you time or solve a problem is definitely worth it so I just want to make sure that people understand I want you to know that your business can afford to spend the money and spend it when wisely, when when you need to for those you know problems and solutions. But if you can't afford it, where, where's it coming from? You know, like where's it gonna? I don't want anyone to go out and get loans or credit cards or anything like that. And this is you know part of the getting comfortable with your numbers, getting in control of your numbers, being able to trust the numbers, know the numbers, so you can make the decisions and and not not make bad decisions. And you know what, guys, like going back to what I was sharing at like earlier in the conversation about, you know, we leave it for a week, we leave it for a month, next minute it's been three months. That's the other trap as well. Like if, if you haven't had the opportunity to get across your subscriptions and it's still on your to-do list, and I completely understand if it is because not we don't have time for everything, if we're not watching the bank statements and we're not watching those reoccurring payments, next minute three months is gone for something that you're not using or you don't want or you're meant to cancel. So it's another kind of good reminder that you can actually save money as well by staying on top of your finances, even if you're just peeking at it, you know. You don't have to have it all picture perfect, but if you're watching it and paying attention, you can catch some of those things. And sometimes you... I'd hate to think, but, you know, sometimes unusual things can land in our bank accounts, things that we forgot about, things that we don't know about. And I hate to use the word, but there is, you know, the little the little faulty thing out there that happens as well. So I certainly don't wish that upon anyone, but I've seen it with clients and I've seen it 
in the thousands of dollars where suddenly overnight random transactions in tiny little pieces and then in many multiples so once they get success with a couple of little like test amounts and then they'll put through either a swag of small amount to not get detected by the banks or they'll go for a large amount as well so it's another good reason to keep an eye on your bank account and make sure you are watching those beans and you know what's happening and yeah and and i don't know what the the u.s bank accounts are like here they're pretty good but they're not perfect they don't catch everything fraud detection is is a huge space and i pity the people that work in that in that you know those departments but it's not always detected so it's definitely something that we need to be a little bit aware of as, as far as the online space is concerned one of our community members shared with me an email that kind of alluded to the fact that they already had a subscription for something and it had all the right languages, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not quoting this email, I'm just going from memory and it was quite a few days ago and, you know, Kerry doesn't read, so I'm, I'm like major skimmer. I look for buttons and things and I think it was basically something to the effect of, you know, your account is about to renew, click this link and, you know, we'll kind of organise it for you or, or please confirm or, or something like that. And when we're busy, and we've got a busy inbox, it's really easy to just go, oh, that must be such and such. Yep, I'll click that. Yep, no worries. And just proceed, you know. And and I think these days we're all getting a little bit smarter about things that get through our filters and land into our inbox. And we're all very aware of, you know, hoax and scams and spam email that we can receive. But I, I did... I, I was really quite, what's the word for it? Um, I, w I was pretty tickled that this person, you know, sent me this email and said, look at this, you know, look at how they're trying to trap me. And they had their eyes wide open because they've been going through the process of cleaning up their subscriptions and watching for all these, these tricks and traps that try to catch us out. So I was really proud. I was really proud to receive that email and like did a little happy dance in, in my control centre at the time and went, yes, woohoo, yay, that's one more that didn't, you know, catch us unawares. So, yeah, that was, that was pretty special too. One of the ones that I've been experiencing lately, I don't know about anybody else, I keep getting calls from Amazon. And apparently Amazon is telling me that my subscription is going to auto-renew for $99.99. And if I don't action, I don't know, so I just stop listening to the messages, but my phone is set to, um, what's it called? I think it, the phone setting is silent, silent, silent unknown calls. So any number that's not in my contact list doesn't ring. It just goes, it rings on the phone, but it doesn't alert me to the fact that it's ringing and it goes to my voicemail. And my voicemail for the minute is kind of broken. I don't know what's happening there. Well, it doesn't matter. Um, and they're, you know, just auto, auto recorded kind of things. So when it gets picked up, the, the robot kicks in and tells you that your thing is going to auto thing. And I, 
I'm starting to block the numbers because I'm sick of getting the calls so much because I do not have an Amazon subscription for $99.99. And quite often we get the scam calls about, you know, DHL or FedEx or, or something like that. Like they're all getting targeted by these robots and these computers to try and trick us and trap us into doing things. So we've just got to be aware. We've got to have our eyes open and just be really, really careful to that kind of stuff. My dad is mm, 76, not out, and he is kind of the last couple of years he started purchasing things online. And it's funny, his perception of signing up for an app where it's got a monthly like subscription and then he'll delete the app from his phone so he thinks that that's the end of it and there was one that came because I do his um, bill payment and things for him and one came through the other day and I said um are you still paying for this and he's like no no I deleted the app and I'm like yeah but did you go into the account and the account billing settings and cancel that subscription before you deleted the app and he in his, you know, 76-year-old innocence, he's like, no, no, I deleted it. Doesn't that get rid of it? And I'm like, actually, no. So let's bring that back. Let's log in. Let's go to the account, go to the billing and actually turn it off. Then you can delete it again. So bless his cotton socks. He's kind of new to this world. But yeah, just um, I guess we've got to keep in mind that not all of us are, you know, on the ball with the technology and how it works because in his innocence, he just thought by deleting the app that would cancel that subscription and fair enough, I guess it kind of makes sense, but sadly they don't work that way. So that was that was interesting to, to step through with him as well. We have to follow up, you know, we've got to stay on top of it because it's it's really easy to go in and, and think that we're cancelling something and you might even get, you know, successful notification, but did they get the message? Did their computer do the right thing, you know? And, and that's where we need to kind of be on top of what's going on and remember when we cancelled because sometimes a company will still charge you for a full month one more time and then you've got to check the next month to see that it actually didn't happen. I put calendar reminders. For me personally, when I cancel something, I will actually use my digital calendar and and ping a date to remind me to double check that they didn't recharge me. I'll forget, I'm, I'm shocking and I, I only open my um, subscription spreadsheet every, you know, every other month just to check in with it. So I need something to keep me accountable. So I've found that digital reminder system on my calendar and I'll, I'll set it for a weekend or something, you know, a couple of days after the payment was due to come out just to go back and have a look and make sure that it actually happened because unfortunately we can't rely on company systems and processes. It could be a glitch, it could be by accident, but sometimes you just kind of wonder if they just like to make it a little bit difficult to grab a, a few more dollars or, sadly, in hope that people don't notice and then you just keep getting charged and they keep making money. So, yeah. Oh. Thanks for joining me in the virtual cafe today. You can follow the show to be notified of future episodes and if you're enjoying this podcast, you can also leave a rating or personal review. 
Until next time, happy biz beans to you.